Good morning, and welcome to another mini Monday episode of Crime Over Coffee. We're your hosts. I'm Abby. And I'm Erica. Today, I'm going to be telling you guys about the disappearance of Lars Matonk. So grab your coffee and let's dive in. On June 30th, 2014, Lars and his friends flew from Germany to Varna, Bulgaria, and there they stayed at a hotel called the Golden Sands Beach Resort. While he was there, he just kind of hung out with his friends. Everything seemed normal. On July 5th, his friends went to dinner at a restaurant, but Lars said that he wasn't feeling great and he wasn't hungry, so he was just going to stay at the hotel. He ended up leaving the hotel at some point in time, and when he returned, his friends were already back at the hotel, and he told his friends that he had had an argument with some soccer fans from Germany, and apparently some of these fans had paid a local to beat Lars up. Sounds like it must have been an intense argument. (laughs) It was, and he actually was beat up by a local. It's also weird that they paid somebody to beat him up. Like, typically, if it's a heated argument, those people are involved in the fight. Maybe they're friends, not some random person that they paid. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, weird. I have no idea at all. (laughs) But he was beat up. He, you know, was not feeling super great after that as well, obviously. Well, on July 8th, he was still not feeling super great. So he decided he was going to go to a doctor because he was having a lot of ear pain. When he gets to the doctor, they discover that his eardrum had actually ruptured during the fight. That sounds painful. That's what I was thinking. I could not imagine that amount of pain. The doctor had actually prescribed him with an antibiotic called Cephyrexum 500, and he was told that he had a possible concussion. On the day that they were scheduled to return home and fly back home, he got to the airport and there was a doctor that checked him out at the airport and the doctor said that he was not allowed to fly due to the ruptured eardrum. And so they're like, go to a hospital. But Lars did not want to go to the hospital. He's like, I'm just going to go hang out at a hotel. It'll be fine. And one of his friends had supposedly offered to stay back just to stay with him and keep him company. But according to the friend, Lars declined it and said, just go home. And so his friends all got on the flight and they left him alone in Varna. That makes sense. I wouldn't want them all to stay back and inconvenience their time. I assume they probably were already taking time off to be on this vacation. Yes. So after his friends left, Lars went to a pharmacy to get that medication. And then he took a taxi to a hotel that was called Hotel Color. And it was really close to the airport. It was just really cheap. And since I'm sure he'd already spent a bunch of money on vacation, he just wanted to find a cheap place to be able to stay. The following night, Lars was in contact with his mom and had been sending her different text messages. In the text messages that he sent, he said that he didn't feel safe at the hotel that he was staying at. And like I said, it was just a cheap hotel that was close to the airport. It might not have been in the best area. He also told his mom to cancel his bank cards and to have his credit card blocked so that nobody could spend any of his money. Did he have cash on him? I have no idea. He just did not want somebody to be able to access his cards. He was probably nervous that they might get stolen or something. Lars's mom, Sandra, was very concerned and she felt like her son was in danger because she said that the way he was talking over the phone, he was telling her he was super concerned that somebody was going to try and rob him or kill him. And so she was just really concerned for her son's safety and he wasn't obviously able to fly back home. So he was just kind of stuck there in kind of a panic. The mystery has been solved. 
Here at Crime Over Coffee, our go-to caffeinated beverage for every episode is Fire Department Coffee. And you can get some as well and save 15% with our exclusive coupon code CRIMEPOD15. Owned and operated by firefighters and veterans, 10% of all their proceeds go directly to helping sick and injured first responders. And with an incredible range of flavors and caffeine strength, it's a company that all of us can easily support. So please go to firedeptcoffee.com and use our coupon code CRIMEPOD15 to support us, support them, help first responders, and get some incredibly tasty coffee along the way. The next day after Lars had told his mom that he was really concerned about everything and wanted his card shut off, he had gone to the airport to get checked by the doctor again so that he could be examined to see if he was ready to fly at this point. However, they were in the process of examining him and he ended up getting up from the chair that he was sitting in at the doctor's office, leaving his phone his wallet, and his luggage, and then leaving the doctor's office room at the airport, running out of the terminal and across the whole airport. And there was a security camera that saw him running, dressed in a yellow t-shirt. He looked like he was fearing his life, and he climbed a fence and then ran into a forest, and he's never been seen again since. Huh. I almost wonder if he had some, like, head trauma that caused him to be acting irrationally. So that is a theory that his mom has is that he had lost his memory or the concussion had somehow caused some sort of damage and he was just struggling with what was going on and he was maybe imagining some things. Right, because, you know, obviously he got beat up by some people, but if they were following him, you wouldn't think they would have been in the airport. Like, it doesn't sound like it would have went that far. So that does seem likely unless maybe something else happened that we don't know about and he ran into some sketchy figures. Which is also possible. There is a clip that's 30 seconds long and it's the video footage of him running out of the airport terminal and he was running, like I said, towards that forest. Apparently, the clip itself has been watched more than 16 million times as they've been examining it, trying to figure out where he went or maybe what was going on. Did they send out any search parties? I did not find much about the whole search aspect. I'm assuming that people went out and searched for him, but all I could find was that he hadn't been seen since. His mother, Sandra, hired a private detective to look for him in Bulgaria specifically. She also is constantly looking for her son. She's been on German and Bulgarian TV shows. She keeps up with Facebook and other social media with updating it on things regarding Lars. There have been multiple false leads that have been turned into his mother of people that have believed that they have seen him, different sightings and things. But the most recent one was actually in 2019. This one has not been confirmed to be him and has not been confirmed that it wasn't him. There was a truck driver who picked up a hitchhiker in Dresden and took him to Bradenburg's County, which is near Berlin. And afterwards, the trucker said that he found out about Lars' case. And he said that the hitchhiker that he picked up looked very similar to Lars and looked just like an older version of of the photos of Lars that he'd been seeing. The truck driver described him as having long hair with a beard and his eyes looking tired and his cheekbones stood out. Like maybe he was dehydrated or malnourished. 
possibly. And like I said, this one specific sighting has not been confirmed either way. So it's possible that it's Lars and it's possible that it was somebody else that he just happened to pick up. So if anybody has any information regarding Lars, which I don't know that we have any listeners in Berlin or Germany, but if anybody has any information, they can go to the Facebook page for Sandra. It has the contact information there. The phone numbers are obviously different than here in the US. So there's not really a number that I can give you, but you guys can go there. There is a messaging option if you guys have any information, like I said. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Crime Over Coffee. You can find us on Instagram at Crime Over Coffee or on Facebook at Crime Over Coffee Podcast, where all of our photo and video content for each episode can be found. You can also email us your thoughts and case suggestions at crimeovercoffeepod at outlook.com. Also, all of our sources can be found in the show notes of each episode. If you would like, you can support us by going to anchor.fm slash crimeovercoffee. Donations are greatly appreciated and assist in making the podcast possible. Other ways to support us include recommending us to friends and family, giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and subscribing to us on your favorite podcast listening medium. So again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.